Hello, everybody, and welcome to another edition of the Toogie's Take podcast. My name is Toogie, and I am joined by the sound of silence. Nobody. We're here for a solo episode today, sort of a, a forest holiday issue episode, other things going on episode. So we, we mentioned at the start of the week it was going to be Tuesday and Friday, thanks to the joys of American Thanksgiving. And then... Well, what happened? Sin ran into family he hadn't seen in about two years, and I'm like, you're not rushing home to record a podcast. Stop. So he's with family, and that's awesome. Endo's had a horrible week, just in terms of bad luck. He took a rough kind of hit in a, in a pickup hockey game. He's had computer issues, so I told him, you just recharge the batteries, you come back next week and everything should be okay. So we are here today on our lonesome, just a chit chat. I've named this episode to talk, which fun fact was going to be an alternative name uh, for this podcast on uh, at least two occasions. But hey, at least I can use it now here for the solo episode. So today, I'm just going to shoot the breeze about uh, about really kind of five things. I'm always asked about really we'll save the hockey talk for next week we'll be back on monday and thursday we'll be back into that routine i do have to kick off today's show saying as always of course we are sponsored by our friends at manscaped of course going on the black friday cyber monday deals site-wide 25 percent off and of course you can still use code to at any time 20% off your order and free worldwide shipping. Recently, for those of you watching on video form, you'll have a little a visual to this. Uh, but recently, they sent me the fantastic 2-in-1 shampoo and conditioner as well as the body wash to go along with it. And these can be yours for a great, great price. Almost lost my voice there. For a great, great price, of course, over at manscape so make sure to check them out and again the video form of the podcast again the toogie steak podcast channel is out there looked like my webcam was freezing so hey if you're on the video portion of this one good things are happening but yeah of course again i want to thank our sponsors manscape they've been with us for the majority of this year the first year of the podcast and i thank them very much for sticking with us. So with that, like I mentioned, abbreviated show. We'll we'll shoot the shit. We'll uh we'll we'll see what happens on this particular show. The first thing that I wanted to talk about is something that I'm consistently asked about, like on stream and on YouTube and everything and everywhere, basically. And that is, so what's going on with Twitch? Uh, and that is because for the week of Thanksgiving, I have been uh, what has been dubbed a day walker. <laughs> you know, waking up. Anywhere between 5 and 8 a.m. and actually being up during the day. Which, for those that know me, uh, which I presume is all of you listening to this, if this is your first episode, what an interesting time. I've had a night schedule for almost a decade. Like, I've always kind of been a night person anyway. Like, especially, like, school, summer vacation. I was always a night person. And it hit the point this year where... I real I sort of, it sort of hit me just how early it was getting dark after the time change. That is, it would be pitch black outside at 4 p.m. So if you have a night schedule, right? You're waking up theoretically. If I stream from 11 p.m. to 3 a.m. Eastern, which is what I would normally do, I'm not getting to bed probably before 4:35 o'clock at the earliest. Which means 
if I get my six hours, six or seven hours, I'm waking up at the earliest around 11 o'clock or noon, oftentimes maybe as late, depending on when I get to bed, at like four in the afternoon. Which means there could theoretically be days where I don't see the sun at all. And if that happens day in and day out, week in and week out, and eventually over the course of months, the effect, the negative effect that that can have on your mental health, I've been through it before, and it's rough. So really that was just something where I'm like, I don't think I can necessarily do that this year. On top of that, as a lot of people know, um, this upcoming February, I've been in a relationship for the past two years, girlfriend and I got a house this year, and it's just one of those things where, you know, if I was single, yeah, why well, flip the schedule, who cares? But eventually, you know, that night schedule, especially over the summer, can cut into some of the things that we might have been able to do. Not necessarily, like there are days where it's like, oh yeah, sure, let's go hiking, I'm gonna wake up, yes, this fat face goes hiking, um, you know, sometimes it could potentially cut into things that we wanted to do because I'd be sleeping. So that would suck. Or it's, hey, it's nine o'clock. Let's start this movie. Oh, it's two hours. That's going to bring me right into when I start to work. There's just a lot of problems and complications that having that night schedule uh, can present. So this week, streaming during the day, four out of five times, if not five, nah, four out of five. Today will be five out of six. It's scary, you know, and it sucks and for a, a couple of different reasons, right? The idea of so many people know me for streaming in this time slot. And at the end of the day, I'm trying not to worry about like, oh, view counts and stuff like that. That plays a factor. It also sucks for people who live on the West Coast in North America or people who live in Australia that would be able to watch me because it worked out perfectly for them. But then you factor in a lot of people like on the East Coast or in the UK that wouldn't be able to watch. So there's never a perfect answer in terms of like everyone who wants to watch you live stream. Yeah, guess what? No, it, it's never going to work out that everyone who wants to watch you is going to be able to get to watch you no matter what time you stream. Unless it's a 24-hour stream, which again, if I was single, maybe more of those. So it's been a really interesting week on Twitch. And I still don't know if it's going to be the long-term answer, you know, to just be a, a normal person. But certainly, as I kind of look forward, like today, for example, um, if I if on the video version of this podcast, I look a little bit sweaty, it's because <laughs> I just got back inside. Uh, today was our first big snowfall here. For those who don't know, I live in the state of Maine. Where is Maine? It's basically Canada. Literally, I'm not that far away from the Canadian border at this point. It's not that bad. Then again, in Maine, nothing's, I mean, uh, that not that far is a weird one to, to say. But basically, it's Canada. It snows. Today was our first big snowfall. If I sleep until four in the afternoon, so am I just supposed to let my girlfriend uh, completely shovel out the driveway? <laughs> you know, <laughs> like, is that, am I supposed to, or is she just supposed to leave it until I, I wake up and then we're shoveling it out when it's 32 degrees uh, at night and the snow is starting to freeze. There are certain problems that come up is is my point. So I'm, I'm interested to see kind of how this will play out. I'm definitely overly nervous about the Twitch side of things because I think as a streamer, you're always kind of worried about the side of things. Not that I'm complaining. Like, you know, I actually had that conversation on stream. Some of you might remember, you know, we had that talk of, I actually don't hate where I'm at on Twitch. You know, I, I don't have freaking prime ninja or shroud numbers, 
But there are negatives to that too. The money's better, but on the flip side, can you really have a, a conversation with your chat when it's going by a thousand minutes a word, you know, a thousand words a minute? Uh, no. No, okay, maybe a thousand words, a, mi a million words a minute. Yeah, you can't have that conversation. Someone at my level can. So that's pretty nice. But I don't know. I don't know. It'll be it'll be interesting to, to see how this plays out and if it's more of just a winter thing for the sake of my mental health. If I do switch back to like, okay, shorter day stream and a night stream that's a bit shorter. I don't know. It's a real interesting time. It's an interesting time for YouTube as well where, you know, I look at where that's at. And I've tried a couple of different things and I think I'm going to continue to try a couple different things. The, the issue with YouTube, um, you know, it's like flat out, like I, I never have an issue with being open and honest, like, you know, YouTube for me, good steady growth for the first couple years, definitely hit a plateau over the past year or two. And, it, you know, it leads me to thinking like, okay, what's the right way to go with YouTube where it's, you know, we talk about the roster editing process that we have going on right now. And I'm almost done with that, which means there's new franchise stuff coming out very, very soon. And then hopefully in ties with roster sharing, if it comes out in December, like it's supposed to, that could be a very, very big time for me, uh, which is exciting. Also a bit nerve wracking. But YouTube-wise, it's like, do I keep it at franchise stuff? And of course, again, there's the second channel where it's like, okay, Madden, FIFA, NBA, stuff like that. But what do I do with that main channel? You know, is it just the franchise mode stuff? Occasionally do the videos that are a bit more complicated to make, whether it be, you know, that real-world hockey content that a lot of people seem to like and some don't. Then there's the looking back at old games, you know, the 2K series. Obviously, the 2K10 video, that first 2K10 video, is still the most popular video in the history of my channel. So definitely, you know, as we head to the end of 2021, very uh, very reflective and very much looking at what I'm happy with, what I'm not, what can be done in the future, and really looking for a response from my audience, you know, like that's that at the end of the day, I'm trying my hardest not to alienate anybody. And I think you could tell by how I talked about Twitch, for example, but YouTube wise, I want to make really cool stuff that I want to make, but I want to make sure that, you know, it's, it's one of those things where you want the work that you put in, you want that return on investment, so to speak. It's, it's just an interesting time. And then there's the Patreon side of things where there's been a couple of different incarnations with that. And it seems like most of the people who support me on Patreon don't give a damn if there's anything on there or not. They're just like, hey, I just want to throw extra support your way, which is awesome. And goddamn, I love you guys. So I'm in a really interesting spot. And I think it'll make 2022 interesting for a lot of, uh, for a lot of different reasons. But I don't know. I'm intrigued to kind of hear everyone's feedback on that. Um, Aside from that, I wanted to talk about a couple of quick things. There are three sports, well, two sports and a, a form of entertainment that uh, people always ask me about as well. Uh, the first would be the National Football League and my thoughts on that, which, you know, Endo, it's tough to talk about it on the main podcast because Endo isn't really a football fan. He's Canadian. You know, not to say there aren't Canadian football fans, but, you know, at the end of the day, like, Sin's a Packers fan. NFL is more important to him, and I am a diehard Patriots fan. And yeah, right now, the NFL has been going through a very interesting season. Like, even if I were to go division by division, right? Like, the AFC East, who the hell would see the Bills and Patriots both being 7-4? and four? It's ridiculous. The Patriots could miss out on the playoffs, and even then, I'd still be happy because they've shown sparks. 
Like last year too, they showed sparks. They weren't abysmal. And I think that's what a lot of people are saying now about the Patriots. It's just like, God damn it, can you guys just suck? Like last year, they didn't even suck. They weren't good, but they weren't abysmal. People are ready for the Patriots to suck. Uh, I'm not. And thankfully with Mac Jones, it's, it's looking pretty good. They could be a playoff team this year. So I'm very, very happy about that. Um, and it helps too that like the Dolphins were, I mean, they're four and seven now, but like weirdly trash. And then obviously the Jets are always trash. Um, like the AFC North where it's like the Ravens have looked good at times and they're not, and they've had injuries and problems there. And it's just like the Steelers are, <laughs> every time I see the Steelers, I think of you tree that just, they're going to the Super Bowl. It's the best football meme of the year. God, that guy's an incredible, uh, content creator. AFC South, it's like, hey, the Titans without Derrick Henry. By the way, it sucks. Like, I, I get if you're like a Colts fan, you're probably happy because it opens the door for the Colts to maybe make the playoffs, but man, it sucks to see superstars get hurt, so it really sucks that Derrick Henry is out right now. Also, will the Jags please fire Urban Meyer? Good Lord. Um, and then even in the AFC West, it's it's really close. Like, Chiefs, Chargers, Raiders, like the Chiefs haven't been that good this year compared to what everyone thought they could be. The Chargers are, like, Justin Herbert's awesome, but that defense has uh, been interesting this year. The Raiders, I can't even sit here and start to talk about the Raiders with every you know crazy mad thing that's been going on around them this year. And then the Broncos are probably the worst 5-5 five and five team in the history of the NFL, so it's fine. And then there was Thanksgiving. And again, that was another part of the reason as to why I changed my schedule over, because, oh, hey, Thanksgiving. And who played on Thanksgiving? The Cowboys played on Thanksgiving. And what happened to the Cowboys? They lost again, and <laughs> they've lost two in a row, which means the Eagles might make the playoffs. The Redacteds might make the play. Probably not going to make the playoffs, uh, and the Giants definitely won't make the playoffs. And then there's the Packers, who I already mentioned before, and it's a bit weird because the only talking point there is Aaron Rodgers, and that gets to be divisive and meh. And then you have the, the Vikings, who are 5-5, five and five, and Kirk Cousins is a really underrated quarterback. But he's also a bit of an idiot, so it's divisive. And the Bears suck, because they always suck. By the way, what was that bullshit? Oh, we're going to fire our coach. Oh, he won. Well, we're not going to fire him. The lack of direction with the Chicago Bears is one of the most infuriating things I've seen as a sports fan. It's clear they don't have a direction. I don't know what the hell is going on. They are the Vancouver Canucks of the NFL. I said it. And then the Lions are trash. And then the Bucks are going to win the NFC South, man. I mean, the Panthers, Saints, and Falcons, they, they don't have it. I'm, I'm glad Cam Newton's back with the Panthers, but they don't have it. Uh, and then the Cardinals and Rams are probably going to both make the playoffs. And Matt Stafford is... Uh, how many times did Matt Stafford... Did he ever make the playoffs with the Lions? If he did, it was only like once. I, no, wait. What am I talking about? Did the Lions ever make the playoffs? I don't even know anymore. So the NFL, I, I'd love to follow it on essentially a week-by-week basis. As uh, as we do with the with the NFL or with the NHL, excuse me, but uh, there simply isn't enough time in the day. And then I get asked about F one all the time because there's again I over the last year and a half I have absolutely fallen in love with F one. Like my only I was the typical American in that like growing up, it's like oh I have like F one World Championship on the N sixty four. I didn't understand it. I knew who Michael Schumacher was. And that's it. And then on a fluke last year, uh, people were like, hey, you should get F1. Try it out. And I'm like, okay, cool, sure. And then I remember we were like two or three races in in career mode. And there was a glitch. 
with the game where essentially I was going to get my first ever podium, my first ever top three, and the game glitched and disqualified me. And I was so mad, I almost got the... I did refund the game, <laughs> and then I bought it again, and I'm so glad I did because, you know, on top of that, like, I I think it's impossible to not fall in love with Formula One if you play the game and if you watch Drive to Survive. It's... it's and again, Drive to Survive, a little bit dramatic at times and, and played up, but... F1's just goddamn amazing. It really is. And there's two races left this season. One in Saudi Arabia, and then the uh, the final round in Abu Dhabi. So uh, December 5th and December 12th are the last two races, and I get asked almost every day, <clears throat> Max or Lewis, who's going to win? <sighs> I think it's going to be Lewis, because you can't bet against uh, essentially the winningest driver in F1 history. Um, I, I With F1, I root for moments. I don't, like, I have some drivers I really like. I wouldn't say I have a favorite. And because of when I started following F1, I wouldn't say I'm a bit, like, I don't mind Max at all, but I'm not like, yeah, Max is my guy. Lewis is my guy. Because obviously, it'd be like if you started watching football in 2015 and you're just like, yeah, the Patriots. It's like, okay, sure. But also, where's the fun in that? You know, I mean, aside from... You know, I mean, they did lose the Super Bowl in that time to Philadelphia. We don't talk about that one. I streamed that night and chat dunked on me all day. Um, so, like, there are drivers that I like. Like, I really like Valtteri Bottas, which is interesting, obviously, because, oh, he's a Finn. So, it's like, he's a very stereotypical Finn in terms of his demeanor and his sarcasm, which really appeals to me. Because I feel like there's a lot in common with people of the Northeast United States and people of Finland, it's got to be because of the weather. Uh, so I love Valtteri Bottas. Uh, I love, I mean, Daniel Ricciardo, uh, how can't you love him after watching Drive to Survive? And then, I, like I said, I root for moments. Esteban Ocon winning in Hungary. Pierre Gasly winning at Monza last year was just incredible. God, it was so good. So I'm still very much into F1. It's literally more than I've ever been. Um, it's interesting, too, because... You know, it's one of those things where once I get an interest in something, I am, like, both feet in. Like, let's go. I am all in on this. And, you know, it goes down to playing the game, watching other content, watching the races, obviously, YouTubers as well. And with F1, of course, it's the video game YouTubers and it's the people who actually talk about F1, which led me to realizing how bloated my subs list was on YouTube. I was subbed over 200 channels. I cut it about in half because I'm like, okay, I really like this person. But I never watched them, so I cut down the sub list recently. But, yeah, if I had to guess, I think, I mean, Lewis is only back by eight points. If I had to guess, Lewis is going to win. He's going to hold on, or not hold on, but he is going to jump Max at the last minute. Uh, if Max wins, though, it'll be a damn good moment. And I, I can't hate on good moments, so F1's just the best. Uh, and then the other thing I get asked about all the time is the uh, wrestling side of things, which we always end up talking about wrestling on stream, too, which... You know, again, really the only thing that I watch right now is AEW because it is, you know, there have been times, I think, as a wrestling fan where you look back at certain eras, and obviously, like, I grew up a fan of both WWE and WCW. You know, I was born in 94, 27, so I have a recollection of WCW, uh, even though at the time it was shit and I didn't realize it, but I'm just like, yeah, Goldberg speared somebody. Um, but, you know, you look back at, like, peaks, peaks of your fandom, and, you know, it's like I look back to... The WWE between like 99 and 2005 as just this golden age. 
And then from like 2004 to like 2009 with Impact slash TNA, which was amazing. And then 2011, or if not 2012, I think it was 2011 to really about 2019, 2020 with New Japan, which holy shit, what a span that was. And then really AEW throughout its entire history has just been awesome. And it's another one of those things that I could have a podcast on just in and of itself. It's it's the best. Maybe that's what the Patreon will be. Maybe that's what we can do for exclusive podcasts on Patreon is I'll just make mini episodes shooting the shit about all the other stuff. Let me know if you have any interest in that. Um, and then maybe we'll, you know, intermittently put them up on the uh, the free feed as well. But yeah, God, AEW is just so good. It's so, so good. Um, very, very rarely do they miss. You know, I, I had gone to the show a month ago. Uh, God, it was a month ago today. Yeah, it was October 27th, wasn't it? That was, hold on, let me check on the computer. Jeez, was it a month ago already? It was a month ago today uh, that I was down in Boston for a, an episode of Dynamite. It was just it was beautiful, and then Full Gear was great, and I love everything that they're doing. So, you know, with that, I don't think uh, I'll rant and ramble and waste too much of your time. It's only been 20 minutes. Like I said, a bit of a, a mini holiday episode. We were going to do an AMA, and then Endo had the uh, computer issues. So that is what it is. But I think for now we can call it there as uh, the next time. Will it be? No, it won't be December. It won't be December yet. It will be November 29th. That'll be the next time we hear from you guys. You guys hear from us, I, I do suppose. Of course, hey, we'll get viewer questions out there. Um, I did get some questions and in terms of like, oh, awards and stuff like that. We'll cover that in the first episode of December. We'll do a monthly, you know, beginning of the month update on who we think is going to win each award. You know, did the same thing for last season. Going to do the same thing for this one. Um, yeah, I think that... Oh, man, the webcam froze again. That's interesting. I think that pretty much does it here, though, everybody. I do want to thank you for listening to this shorter show. I hope you enjoyed it. Uh, and maybe if I do another one like these again, I will... Uh, Give you guys the uh, opportunity to send some questions my way or whatnot. But again, a big thank you to if you're listening or watching. A big thank you to Manscaped. Of course, you can check out Endo everywhere at Endo Mills. E-N-D-O Mills, as you would suspect. Twitter, Twitch, and the likes. Sin, you can find at Sin, that's C-Y-N-F-T-W Prod or Productions, depending on the platform. But you can find him there as well. And of course, I'm everywhere. And Toogie24. I will see you guys all next week. Thank you very much for listening, watching, and have a great rest of your weekend.